All right, everybody, welcome to B.O. Boys for Thursday, January 18th. Fuck it. It's a raw feed. We are doing it live. I'm Clayton. Yeah, Pat. Clayton, let's just cut the shit right off the top. This is a bleak weekend. And it's when a I say your street weekend, yeah, exactly. There is no bleaker weekend than when the biggest new release is from bleaker street films. That is bleak. That's as bleak as a weekend preview could get. You know what it makes me think of when I see this? What? I think, did I miss a new strain drop? Did they drop a new strain of COVID that I yep. missed? Because now I feel like this is a. This is a, when you look at these releases mm-hmm. this week, this looks like a COVID weekend. Yes. Yeah. I had a flashback. Yes. This is, this is a June 2020 weekend at the box office. I mean, it's not an IFC midnight films. There's no release. Dave Franco directed film right. this weekend, because then right. if there is, then break out the masks. Yes. Yes, yes, a hundred percent. Then, then you turn on your TV and there's Fauci on your TV yeah. on every channel. If Dave Franco's directing the biggest new film of the weekend, yeah, it's it's pretty. I mean, here's how bad it is. Even during COVID times, I don't know if Bleecker Street Films ever had a a hit movie. Did Bleecker well, Street Films ever have a hit movie? I mean, that's like saying did LJE enterprises ever have a hit film i mean it was an ifc midnight in my recollection obviously go back to the archives the bo boys every single week during 2020 we were covering Mm -hmm. it but i feel like it was ifc midnight running the table for those couple of months until tenant got out there made less than they said that they did you know was a disaster didn't didn't play in in, uh in drive-ins because christopher nolan that whole dead horse Mm-hmm. I, but Bleecker Street Films, who uh, we haven't even said the name of the film. It's a, a movie called ISS. It's well, how, the biggest how, new catch, release. How could you forget that name, Pat? ISS. ISS. Just rolls it, off the tongue. So so the new movie ISS from Bleecker Street Films, l- let's just say when they name these movies for the purpose of naming a movie so that it it, it gets the most people in theaters, you have to imagine people talking to their friends suggesting a movie that they want to see that weekend. Mm-hmm. How do they imagine that human beings living in this day and age are going to say, let's go see ISS. Let's go see. I, do you want to see ISIS? The movie? I know. It ha- has, it's one of those titles. Has anyone ever said it out loud in the bleaker street offices? Yeah. Has no, they obviously said? haven't. No. And, and it makes me wonder, is there a Bleecker Street films? Because it starts to feel like if they've never said the title of this movie, ISS, out loud, are there people to say it to each other? You know, are there people at Bleecker Street who have ever been in a room together? Or mm-hmm. is this just some kind of computer software that is acting as a as a mini movie studio. Listen, anything's possible here. I, I don't, uh, you know, we talked about how they didn't have a hit during the pandemic. They're not going to have a hit now. I mean, this movie stars Ariana DeBose, uh, DeBose, okay. or DeBose, I'm sorry. Ariana DeBose, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Christmas Messina. Uh, Ma- Masha Maskova. 
Okay. John Gallagher Jr. And John Gallagher Jr., who's one of those, uh, I feel like there's been attempts at making him known. I can't even say a star. I mean, I remember, I feel like the biggest attempt at making him a star, because he's a stage person, I think he was like a spring awakening. You know, and I, obviously we're, we live in New York, we're coastal elite. So we, we know things like that. So I think his thing was he was in a spring awakening Broadway show. And then he was in the 10 Cloverfield Lane movie with John Goodman. John Goodman just blew him off the screen. And I feel like that was the attempt to make him a, a leading man. Well, speaking of 2020, he was in Come Play. He was in the famous Come Play movie of October 2020. So, I mean, again, another movie. Um, I should wear mask on. Has anyone, you know, that's one of the famous titles, Come Play, uh, starring Gillian Jacobs and John Gallagher Jr. Did anyone ever say that title out loud before they put it in movie theaters? Was no. that a Bleecker Street release? Was Come Play from Bleecker Street? Is he a Bleecker Street boy? Is that what's going on here? Let me see. I don't know. Uh, we're, we're I, don't, I don't know, but it couldn't have been. a. This is a bigger movie than a Bleecker Street movie. So so sort of play. the way Warner Brothers signed Tom Cruise, you think Bleecker Street has an exclusive deal with John Gallagher Jr.? I, I feel like Come Play was, was a bigger studio. I feel like Come Play was dumb. Yeah, Focus Features. Focus, yes. Focus features dumped the come play in October 2020. That that's what happened there. Yeah. 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 Um, so this this ISIS movie that's uh-huh. coming out this weekend. I saw the trailer for the ISIS movie. Um I think maybe before uh the Iron Claw. I think that's when okay. I saw that trailer a couple of weeks ago, and and the trailer for ISIS came up. And it's set in a space station, as John Gallagher Jr. and it's Ariana uh, Debose, Oscar winner. Yeah. Who? Who? Who's? Here's the biggest promotion for this ISIS movie right now. Is Ariana Debose was in the crowd, and I think this is at the Critics Choice Awards last weekend. Oh, and some yeah. of the presenters made some kind of joke about how there's singers who act. And then there's actors who try and sing badly. And they 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 uh, mentioned, I think, Jack Black, Ryan Gosling, and Ariana DeBose. And insulting on so many levels. Because also Jack Black is a singer. I he mean, has he, has the, he has the D. That Tenacious D album went gold. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I'm, I'm shocked that in 2024, young presenters on an award show aren't fully aware of Tenacious D, but they weren't. Well, I do think, though, b- before I do think that that was the rule of three's joke in that it's like Jack Black, uh, Gosling, and then an actual singer. I feel like well, that was the joke is that I, she I, is an actual singer because she's a Broadway singer. She's sang in Broadway plays. I mean, either musicals. way, the joke didn't work. She said she didn't like the joke. People were, you know, it was a big thing online. The joke was, it was a big, big joke. She was at the center of it. I think she got a lot of sympathy from that. That feels like the biggest promotion that has happened mm-hmm. for the, the ISIS movie is that that Ariana DeBose got a, insulted in a joke that said she's not a singer. And, and, yeah. and it feels like that's the most promotion anyone's done for this movie. 
But anyway, I saw the trailer for it. It's set in a space station. The premise is pretty interesting. It's you've got a Russian gang of astronauts and an American gang of astronauts are up at a space station. They're like playing cards. Clayton, if you're watching the YouTube channel, Clayton is sleeping as I say this. So he's fallen asleep. I'm just going to continue and see if he wakes up as I continue talking about the premise of the ISIS movie from Bleecker Street. So they're up at a space station. They're they're partying. Clayton is now making loud sleeping noises as I describe the plot of the biggest release of this box office weekend. And they're having a party in space. They're playing cards. They're sipping tang together. Clayton's making horse-type sleeping noises now. It's not the sleep of a man. It's the sleep of a horse. And then war breaks out on Earth. They could see it from space. They could see explosions. Clayton's head is slunk back as he sleeps. And I'm a little worried that his head might fall off because it's it's leaning so far back and there's no pillow. Okay, he's shaking. And then war breaks out and the U.S. government tells them the U.S. astronauts, you got to gain control of the space station. The Russian astronauts tell the Russian astronauts, you got to gain control of the space station. And then that's, you know, then it's a lot of quick cut of what's John Gallagher Jr. doing, what's Ariana DeBose doing, what's the Russians doing. Clayton is flip-flopping around like a fish. I am worried that his neck will break on air, though. That would drive up the views to our YouTube channel, give us monetization, which I'm excited about that, so I'm not going to wake him up. Anyway, that's the premise of ISS, the ISIS movie from Bleecker Street Films. So let me see. Maybe if I just do, a, uh, listeners, I'm going to do a loud hand clap to try and wake Clayton up. So just uh, cover your own ears. Here we go on three. One, two, three. All right, Clayton. So I described the plot of I, ISS, the ISIS movie. No, no, no. You have to stay awake. We're going to have to say the title of this movie. You've got to stay awake. Anyway, Long story short, claim takes place in space. So what are your thoughts on this premise? Did you any of it drift into your dreamlike state while I described it? Who gives an S who gives an F? Wow. This wow. movie, I've heard in reviews that it would be better as a stage play. It's got great Rotten Tomatoes critic reviews, but we're not critics. Huh? And that doesn't huh? matter to the general public if they don't know this movie exists. It's not going to be in the top five. I know it's a big release for this weekend, but I don't think we need to talk about it. Okay. I mean, we needed to mention it, obviously, but I don't think we need to delve into a Bleecker Street project because they have never, I don't think, had a hit. Have they never had a hit? They had, everyone's had a hit at some point. At some point, everything's had a hit, right? I'm I'm looking on their their uh, Wikipedia page. Okay, they've done. They were part of Logan Lucky. That wasn't a hit. No, okay. that was a a famous bomb. Famous bomb. Famous bomb. So they've done because some the rollout bomb. was a unique rollout. Uh, and they've it got a, they've got an exclusive three year deal with Showtime Networks, though. Hasn't Showtime been shuttered? to be part of paramount plus no so it's still separate it's it's separate ish um they they produce the art of self-defense uh mafia mama okay they produce Catherine hardwick's mafia mama starring tony collette which i i sat next to my wife my wife on a on an international flight recently 
where she watched Mafia Mama next to me on the mm-hmm. flight. Uh, I, I I do have to point out my wife has never seen uh, either of the any of the Godfather films, but she did watch Mafia Mama on a flight. Okay. So I'd say score that one for Bleecker Street films. Yeah, I mean, they've never had a hit, but they've had notable movies, Beasts of No Nation. Okay. They yep. had Trumbo. So they got they got an Oscar nom 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 for uh, uh, Breaking Bad guy. Patterson, a movie that I really liked, which. Okay. Had, yeah. Um, Patterson was a good movie. They also had, there's another one down here, Leave No Trace, which I think was one of the better movies of 2018. Yeah. Ben yeah. Foster Starrer. Unsane. They 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 co-distributed Unsane, Ooh, I, which was a, a bomb. bomb. A which, famous bomb. Uh, On Chesil Beach, a famous bomb. Yeah, these are all um, the assistant, which got a lot, a lot of of press at the very least. Yes, yes, it was a 2020 movie that got press, but no Oscar nom nom noms. And um, Wild Mountain Time, which was the Moonlight Writers film. Mo- Moonstruck. John Moonstruck, Patrick's I'm family. sorry. Yeah, yeah, Moonstruck. Yeah. Where the protagonist thinks he's a bee. Yes. So they did that. They did uh, the Starling Girl, Waitress the Musical, the movie they've done. Um, so never have had a hit. Never have had a hit. Together, together. That was uh, the movie with uh, Ed Helms and Patty Harrison, which wasn't a hit somehow yeah, so, they somehow they put out an ed helms movie that wasn't a hit so i don't know how bleaker yeah, Street can, films can we, i mean yeah like cedar falls come on biggest movie of all time now we don't have to keep saying they've never had a hit because they've never had a hit this is obvious this will not be a hit okay i think what we need to talk about do you think the title need- is the biggest problem do you think calling it iss the isis movie is their big problem. I think that is a terrible title. Yes. And it is, it stands for international space station, which is just as bad of a title. Yeah. 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 Because it doesn't say any action. It doesn't make you think of what's going to happen in the movie. Right. It just says what the setting is. Here's a, here's a pitch just throwing this out there for titles instead of ISS, the ISIS movie. It's a it's a takes place in space and then a war breaks out on Earth. Call it space war. Call it space war and just roll the dice that you don't get sued by Star Wars Mm -hmm. and just call it space war, not space wars, because I think that would be problematic in terms of the lawsuit space war. There's a war on Earth. The astronauts are in space, space war, the movie. Great. It's better. It's, it's, it's better. It's better. It's better. It's better. Um, all right. So we don't think that's going to be a hit. So then it's, it's not. We know it's not going to be a hit. We don't if think. That, we know. If that's the case, are theaters screwed this weekend? Or do we think, you know, last weekend you had two, you know, new releases, wide releases. Do we think either Mean Girls, the musical, or the beekeeper are going to hold so strongly that that's going to sell a lot of popcorn for these theaters this weekend, or are theaters kind of screwed right now? I mean, they're kind of screwed now, but I do think the beekeeper is going to hold. 
I do not think Mean Girls is going mm-hmm. to hold well at all. I mean, we're getting major feedback yeah. that people strongly dislike this movie or at the very least think it's laughable. I mean, we got some boots on the ground. I'm going to read an email. Let's go to here. it. Yeah, let's, let's go, go to the to boots. It. Great emails yeah. this uh, this yeah. week, by the way, uh, everybody. Uh, very, yeah. very good. Uh, this is from Wannabeo Boy Reed, an OG Wannabeo Boy for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, long time, long time listener, many time emailer. Uh, title, Mean to Mean Girls. He says, I saw the video of opening night audiences booing the musical numbers during Mean Girls. Took the bullet and took four 13-year-old girls. Uh, sorry, took the bullet and took four 13-year-old girls. Yes, one of them was my daughter, not a Pixar pervert thing. Mm-hmm. Two Mean Girls yesterday afternoon. Yes, they knew it was a musical, except for the front row, it was sold out. Well, when they started singing, there was loud groaning in my theater, groaning for the second song, laughing at the third song, and one final, good God, no, by the fourth song. By then, I guess the audience realized that the singing wasn't going to stop and didn't react again. I knock marketing all the time, but this case, I believe Paramount was correct to hide it being a musical. There was a lack of any enthusiasm after it was over from either the audience at large or my daughter's friends. Their only reaction was, I guess it was all right. Not to sound mean, I don't know about these legs going into weekend two. Wow. That's damning. Okay, so here's, you know, there's been a lot of talk about how these studios haven't really promoted these musicals as musicals. Uh, Wonka being one. Wonka, of course, a giant hit, and people have liked the songs and that. But Mean Girls, they've really been hiding it. And I think we're going to talk in a minute about whether people have gone into this unaware. But they've been hiding, and it seems like the reason is because the music is not good. That seems to be the not even so much they're hiding it because people don't like musicals as a genre. They just don't want people to know that these bad songs are in the movie. Clayton, I'm going to throw something out here. So. The original 2004 Mean Girls movie, you know, classic uh, comedy of the 2000s. It was written by Tina Fey. Mm -hmm. Then they made the Broadway musical, uh, came out in 2017. Tina Fey wrote the book for the musical. She also wrote the script for this Mean Girls, you know, remake movie. The music for the Broadway musical was by Jeff Richman, who... If you don't know, now you know Tina Fey's husband. Yes. Okay. So long time they 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 met. Uh, you know, back in the improv scene, he was an older improviser. She was a younger improviser. And listen, good on him. Good on them. Good on them. They found love. Good on them. But it's something we've talked about with another big comedy star, mm-hmm. Melissa McCarthy, Ben Falcone. And- the Ben Falcone problem. And I think Tina Fey and Mean Girls might have a Ben Falcone problem in that, you know, Melissa McCarthy, one of the brightest comedy stars of the 2010s, and her star kept getting dimmed over these last few years, you know, Little Mermaid remake notwithstanding, but she kept doing these projects with her husband, Ben Falcone, writing, directing. First it was movies, then it became streaming shows. For those who don't know, Melissa McCarthy is currently, there's a streaming show on Peacock that she's the star of where she's a genie. 
Wait, is that All a right. show? That is a show. Or maybe it's a movie. No, that it's might a movie. be a movie. There was another show she did on Netflix where the 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 main thing is she did all these projects with Ben Falcone and her career has unfortunately been on not a rise let's say yeah and you've got this mean girls movie where it seems the thing that people like the least about it is the music written by Tina Fey's husband yeah and we're not here to dissect relationships we're no. glad they're happy together. It's hard to find love in this world. Yes. But it's a little unnerving to once again see this bright, gigantic female comedy star who is maybe in some ways hampered by her husband. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it needs to be talked about because it needs to be we're talked talking about because it affects box separately. Office. There's plenty of Act, actors, female actors who have husbands that don't hinder their careers. Yeah. That just stay right? out of the way. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's after this, the problem with McCarthy is that when it kept going down, 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 she didn't say, listen, for, for the, for, for my career, go in a cave, our, go in a cave, right? Yeah. This is, if Tina Fey learns this lesson and is like, okay, listen, we love each other. I love you. Whatever. I'm I'm just assuming. Yeah. Forever. We'll be for together forever. This is a forever yeah. relationship. Yeah. After if life, you write the whole another, thing, if that's what they believe. Yeah. Yeah. If you write another bad song that gets mocked by teen girls, it's over. Right. I mean, just you got to say it. You just got the whole say marriage it. is over. You're the whole marriage. She's got to put over. the marriage on the line. Wow. Yeah. OK. And then he'll say, oh, OK, that's all right. I get it. I'll right. go do dinner theater or whatever. Right? right. Or I'll or I'll just work on shows, you know, like I'm sure he he did music for Girls Five Ever or whatever. And it's fine to do it on those shows. Yeah. Yeah. I think he did all the music for 30 Rock and all those. And but, you, but this sure. is movies. This, this is, movie. is movies, everyone. This right. is the highest level of filmed entertainment that right. you can have. And right. sometimes these Girls Five Ever songs don't work when it comes to a film. Yes. Yes. And, and listen, know your it, limits. No, no. Yeah. And listen, everyone wants their marriage to work. All these big female stars, they want to give their husbands a break. Yeah. And sometimes it works. Look at Barbie. Look at the Barbie movie. Greta Gerwig threw a bone to her husband, Noah Baumbach, yep. and they're going to get an Oscar nom nom out of it. And, mm -hmm. you know, great for their marriage. But yep. The the rule of thumb seems to be more likely the husband to these big female comedy stars are going to hinder more than help. Yeah. You know, I think the Ben Falcone rule is is more often than not. And a Noah Baumbach is the exception to the Ben Falcone rule. Yes, absolutely. And that seems to be a problem here. The Mean Girls music. Uh, is maybe hindering the possible legs for this movie. But last week we did argue, Clayton, you argued that you thought people went to this knowing it definitely was a musical. You thought it would be silly to imagine that people went to this and were unaware it was a musical. 25%. Because Okay, let's just sum this up. 
Okay. There was a poll taken where 75% of the people who went knew it was a musical and 25% didn't. My right. argument yes. was that 25 is too high. I okay. could see 10. I could see 15% okay. of people not knowing. 25% seemed ridiculously high to me. Okay. One fourth. Am I do one fourth? One fourth, of the yes. People. When you say that, that's even more ridiculous to me. Right. One fourth of the people who went and saw a movie, put down money, and paid to see a movie did not know what the movie was. Right. Well, here here's the thing. And you also said that the one fourth were probably idiots. Or some version of idiots. You used you you, you I, sort I didn't of say idiot. You, maybe you didn't use the word idiot, but you were thumbing your nose a little bit at that twenty five percent who didn't I know. I said, that this would be I said, and you're always. I think I love this where you just try to just put words in my mouth. Okay. I may have said that some of the people that were polled were polled because they were walking around a movie theater with their underwear on their head. You, Extrapolate from that what you want. Is that right. something um, an idiot does? I don't know. I'm not going to make that judgment. You or seem maybe to be very judgmental of people who walk around with their underwear on their head. Well, maybe walking around a mall or a movie theater with your underwear on your head is something someone with a PhD would do. But we got a, a message from a listener, a wannabe old girl, who does have a PhD. Okay. And she messaged to say that um, I've seen the billboards, trailers, bus ads. And I definitely wouldn't have known Mean Girls was a musical if the B.O. boys hadn't mentioned it recently. And then she says, and I have a Ph.D. So she knew it was a musical, but only because of us, not at all because of the marketing promotion of this movie. Ph.D. And and, and, does this Ph.D. listener walk around malls with her underwear on her head? I, I don't think so. I don't think so, Clayton. How does she know that she would not have got that information, gleaned that information herself without us? Here's my thing. I know this person. OG wannabe-o girl. Yes. Has yes. a, can I say it? Wannabe-o baby. Yes. Who's, okay. Who has a wanna, who has a one-of-a-kind wannabe-o baby onesie. Yes. You know, th this was something that, was a collector's item. And this, yes. this listener has that. Yes. This person with a PhD, if they hadn't listened to this show, would have extrapolated that this is a musical. I believe this to be true. So I don't think they she cannot she say she that she they she wouldn't, wouldn't have. know. How do you know what you wouldn't know? How do you know what you wouldn't know? Because she knows already know how it. she knows it. How would you know? But she knows know where she knows know it, it from. She yes. knows she didn't know it from the marketing. She knows it only from us. I don't think that's a sample that we can use. I'm sorry. I, I, this is an intelligent person. PhD. PhD. This is an intelligent person. They would have figured it out without us. Now, And this is not an honorary doctorate, just to be clear. This is no, not no. – this person we're talking about isn't, you know, a celebrity – who was given an honorary doctorate and they call them doctor because you know, yeah. they, they, they released a hit record in the, in the seventies. This is not, this is a person who has a lot of student debt to have gotten that PhD, the old fashioned way. Yeah. So that this is a true the American PhD. way. The American. Yes. Way. 
Yes. Yes. Crippling debt. Mm-hmm. Earn the PhD. Yep. So I I, I don't I, know. I, I, throw that sample out. Throw that sample out. Um, got to throw it got, out. Have we gotten any other? Let me see. Uh, here, I, here, I'm i going to read a comment. It goes more to what we said b- before about Mean Girls. A comment on a recent YouTube video of ours on our YouTube channel. A uh, YouTube commenter, uh, Andrew Levine, 44, said, I think the bigger issue of Mean Girls is not so much that it's a musical, but as Clayton said, uh, the music in it is not very good. I've heard people say the Broadway version's music is mostly just okay, and the play works in spite of the music and not because of it. And then guess uh, this uh, YouTube commenter guesses it'll drop second weekend, but maybe not the awful 70% people are predicting. So again, someone commenting that this musical is known to have at best mediocre music. And again, the play works in spite of the music. Tina Fey's writing works Mm -hmm. in spite of, and again, I hope their marriage is, is rock solid full love, but in spite of her husband's music. Uh, I think the uh, another issue is that, you know, we thought that this movie would be big in the queer community and it does not seem to have taken off in any sort of way as a big happening. I can't hear you, Pat. I was going to say, do you know that for a fact that it's not taking off? Like, obviously, we're not hearing it the way something like Megan this time a year ago was obviously catching on in, in that circle and becoming I think sort the of like numbers a queer show icon. Okay. and the fact that it has very limited internet presence other than der- to be derided feels to me like that hasn't happened. Now, if, if there's a, you know, if there is a contrary uh, uh, facts to that opinions to that, that people can point to where, yes, it is big. I, I, I mean, like email us, let us know us. because I'm yeah. not seeing it. I'm not. And I also, I mean, I, 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 I work amongst a very diverse group of people and they are not talking about it at all. Like, okay. it is not on their radar. I heard more about so the Mark canary Heimer. that flies into your coal mine does not squawk about mean girls, the musical. No, I heard so much more about Barbenheimer and the Spidey cartoon than mm. mean girls. There is not a peep about mean girls yeah yeah it's it's feeling like this is you know the thing is there's so little coming out this weekend and the next few weekends that by default i feel like people have to go see it but but people don't have to go to the movies that's people the don't other have thing to go to the movies there's it's football cold. there's yeah there's football it's cold as hell yeah all right people could just say instead of going to the theater I might just stay home and stream something. Yeah. God forbid, but they might just stay home and stream something. Yeah. That is a possibility. Oscar movies that are streaming. I mean, Killers of the Flower Moon did just drop on Apple Plus, you know, I think in the last week or so, where it is now not PVOD. It is if you have an Apple Plus subscription, you could watch Killers of the Flower Moon, three and a half hour movie. It's a movie that I think people are going to be catching up with ahead of the Oscars and it's going to take them a while. 
You know, so that might be the thing they do instead of going to the movie theater this weekend. I think Oppenheimer is going to be on Peacock in the next few weeks. Yeah, that's coming soon. Now, let's just wrap up the Mean Girls thing here. Okay. And the not knowing it's a musical. We did get a comment on one of our, one of Jack's. Yes. Weekend results articles yep. in our Substack. So many ways yeah. people could communicate with us. They just dropped a comment on a Jack Substack article. Amazing. Uh, J Dean fifty seventeen said, "Was listening to the pod and heard it was impossible for people to not know it's a musical, meaning Mean Girls." Wanted to share how my mother in law didn't know Lay Miz was a musical when she went for Hugh Jackman. She walked out first song and was livid. Lots of normies don't watch trailers or stay up to date on movies. Love the pod. Okay. Okay. Now here's Break the it thing. Down. Break it down. Well, Les Mis is a famous Broadway musical. Mm -hmm. It is also a novel that mother-in-law possibly could have loved this novel and thought, this hunk that I love, Hugh Jackman, a hunk of all hunks, an all-time hunk. Right? Yeah, he's a he's a top hunk. Yeah, he's He's a hunk of he's a hunk of the century for sure. He's one of the hunks of the century. Yeah, may have thought. Listen, love this novel. My favorite novel. I'm going to go see this movie. Just like I saw The Hunt for Red October back in the day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Starts watching. She's hearing songs. You know, she 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 could get, I could understand this, right? Mm-hmm. I, I could understand this. And also, you're right. I mean, Broadway is something that we have the ability and, you know, we could the go means. see Broadway musicals. The means to see yeah. Broadway musicals every day if we wanted to. Yeah. And this mother-in-law, who knows where they live, mm-hmm. could have not had the opportunity to ever see Les Mis, even in a student production. Right, right. Right? So I understand that. But my thing is with Mean Girls is that the audience for this is so online and so tapped in. But Broadway that- musicals are not online. They're in, they're in Can we just let me finish talking for a second? Okay. Okay. Pat, is that- Can you finish? Sure. Can I finish? Thank you. Thank you for interrupting with can I finish. Anyway, they're so tapped in to online chatter that they were bound to see a tweet that said this is a musical. They were bound to see a TikTok. They were bound to see something. That let them know they're constantly on their screens and on their phones. There's no way they didn't see, hey, Mean Girls is a sneaky musical. Mean Girls is a musical. It's based on a Broadway musical. This mother-in-law, back in whatever year that was, what was that, 2015, 16, when Les Mis came out? Yeah, we saw it together in an epic movie sneak day. Was not on Twitter. Was not on Twitter X. Mm -hmm. Was not on Tumblr. Was not, did not have a Facebook account, maybe, or if she did, it was just to keep track of the grandchildren. Okay. So it's a different time. And Les Mis was not aimed at young people the way Mean Girls was. But that is the problem is that 25% of these people who are always on their phones did not know this movie was a musical. I find that to be insane. But, but, the thing is, marketing is not effective if the only way people could find out 
is if they are online and start to see other people remark about how they were shocked to find this out at the theater on opening weekend. You know, marketing is supposed to let people know ahead of time something about the movie. They were hiding this, and I do think people didn't know. Maybe these young people who were TikToking about it didn't start TikToking about it until they were already at the theater on Friday or Saturday. And maybe the people who were finding it were like, that's not true. That's not true. I've never heard of this being a musical. This TikTok can't be true. You don't think young people have any ability to try and weed out misinformation on TikTok? Pat, I don't want to beat a dead horse. We got to get off this topic, but we got to get that off trailer again. I implore you, watch that trailer again. The movie's See, been out for two weeks. I can't. It. I can't See, watch a trailer. Not you. Again. I'm saying to all the people, watch it now and see. There are several scenes of 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 musical uh, uh, d- dancing. And all this stuff happening that is could only be a musical. It but that's only, only because be you know. That's only because you know. This is no, like telling people. No, play, play. No. This is like telling people, and I'm going to spoil this movie, but this is like telling people, go back and watch The Sixth Sense again. It was apparent that he was dead the whole time. No. You only know that because you saw, saw the movie the first time and know the twist. The Look trailer the for footage. Mean Girls has maybe Easter eggs and clues oh that set up that Mean Girls retro. Oh, you're right. It was a musical, but only when, because you already found out afterwards it was a musical. Why are their mouths moving as if they're singing? Why are they That's like saying, in a why hallway? Did, why, 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 did, why, why was there cold air coming out of Bruce Willis's mouth in that scene? You should have known he was a ghost the whole time. I it's the same I'm thing. cracking up. I'm cracking up. I am cracking up. Did you up. realize Bruce Willis was never acknowledged by any other characters in that scene? It was clear he was a ghost. Pat, you didn't you... say that the first time you saw the movie and that you didn't think it was a musical the first time you saw the Mean Girls trailer. That is not true. Do you know how it feels to be the only sane person in the world? Or are you, you know unsane like Bleecker Street Films uh, movie Unsane? How this might be what Unsane was about. This might be what a... Unsane is about. How dare you compare me to that turkey of a film? From Bleecker Street Films, the the studio behind the biggest new release of this weekend, uh, ISS, the ISIS movie. So we didn't talk Beekeeper. Beekeeper came out last weekend, finished number two. Did sixteen and a half million for the three day? I would say it went over expectations. It's a big opener for a Statham star. We're not critics hub, but we really love uh-huh. this movie. Do we think Beekeeper has any ability to have a inc- like a great hold? Could this movie do ten million in its second weekend? Could it have a you know forty percent drop? Is that possible? Do we feel like there's enough buzz on this? You know, there's a there's some there's a home run swing uh, uh, of uh, uh, something they do in this movie. Do you think that that kind of thing got enough buzz where this does over what a movie like this could do in its second weekend? Or is it just going to drop, you know, 55, 60 percent, make eight million and, th- and that's it? 
Um, you know, it is at the end of the day, it, it has limited appeal in the sense that it is a very, you know, targeted film. Mm. It did get really good reviews. I do think it'll have word of mouth. And by reviews, I mean, I'm talking more word of mouth reviews in the sense right. of we we came out really, you know, singing its praises. Yep. And a lot of people we know who saw this movie, who we said, you must see this movie, went and saw this movie. So I yep. do think it could hold pretty well. I could see a hold in the 40s. I don't see it doing like a 20% hold or anything like that. But if Mean Girls tanks and drops 70 like people say it's going to, I mean, this could be the number one movie in America. Well, that's a thing. I mean, it's tough because Mean Girls made 28 million last week. Beekeeper made 16. So they're pretty far apart. Like if Mean Girls drops 70%, that's still, you know, Mean Girls making like 9 million and Beekeeper. I mean, that's the thing. Beekeeper would have to make like Beekeeper would have to make like 10 million to finish ahead of Mean Girls probably. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not hearing, I mean, listen, not to go back to Mean Girls, I'm just not hearing anything good about it. Yeah. Yeah. And so that means a lot to me and the beekeeper, I'm hearing a lot of good things. I mean, I think the real beneficiary of Mean Girls, people disliking it is anyone but you. Yeah. Well, I this is going to drive people right into the arms of Glenn Powell and Sidney Sweeney. Yeah. Yeah. They couldn't have planned this any better. I mean, here's the thing. It's not going to be this weekend, but just looking ahead, you know, this is a, a preview episode. So looking ahead, uh, next weekend, the 26th, the wide release is something called Miller's Girl from Lionsgate. I, at this moment, don't know what this is. There's also a movie next weekend called Alienoid, The Return to the Future from Wellgo, uh, uh, USA. Okay. Anyway, we don't have to talk about that bullshit. We don't have to talk about that. You know, no, but, no. but here's here's no. to say, I'm going to throw stop? a question out. Okay, I can't finish. It's you a Jenny Ortega movie. The one you mentioned is a Jenny Ortega movie. That's the Jenny Ortega movie that that's not being promoted at all. Wow, With the guy from The Office, you know, not Dwight Schrute. No, no, from the original UK Office. Ricky Gervais. No, the Martin the, Freeman. Yes, Martin Freeman. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, okay, so that movie sounds like it's going to do nothing. It seems like a situation where Jenny Ortega couldn't get in there to rewrite the script in time for it to be, yeah. No time for punch-ups. So so here's what I'm throwing out there. If Mean Girls is, is not really that well-liked and drops hard, Beekeeper obviously has a ceiling, even if it's the best version of a Statham movie. Wonk has been out for a while now, so that has to drop. Do we see anyone but you get itself to number one in the next few weeks? Is that is that something that's possible? Because, again, January 26th, Miller's Girl is probably not going to be a factor to number one. And then February 2nd is Argyle. So that'll make enough to be ahead of anyone but you, I guess. So it really is a case of, is there any chance anyone but you finishes number one this weekend or next weekend, the 26th? Let's make that prediction now. What do you think? 
And then we've got a something about Mary situation. Maybe not in in the grand total number, but if anyone but you gets itself to number one after this many weeks, it's it's something about Mary for this generation. I I don't see it happening. I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna make my prediction right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna. I'm going to plant my flag and next say week? that next weekend, the weekend of the 26th, anyone but you is going to end up being the number one movie in America. Oh, then it's going to be a really low earning number one movie. Because you figure by next weekend, and not to blow blow our load on what next weekend's preview show crass. is. Don't be coarse. Mean Girls is going to be making... Mid single digits in its third weekend, probably. Yeah. Beekeeper is going to be making mid single digits in its third weekend, probably. Anyone but you is only a million behind Wonka this past weekend. So it's probably going to get past Wonka at this point. Anyone but you next weekend, the weekend of 26, could be number one with like a six or seven million dollar weekend. Like that that's where that's what I'm seeing right now. Unless yeah, this Miller's girl. But that Jenny means Ortega it would have thing. to drop nothing. I mean, it's possible. It's, it's possible. Listen, I, I hope and, it happens. I yeah. that would be a great story. That It'd is a great, a great story. story. I mean, listen, yeah. if this thing gets back up to number two, it's a great story. I mean, that's yeah. more possible than one. That that will probably happen. That is a great story, this move this movie going back to number two. If it yeah. makes it to number one, it's amazing. Yeah. Um. All right. So do we want to do it? Do we want to just give our top fives for this weekend? Are, are we ready? Yeah. Let's let's do it. Uh, let's and do then it, we'll do read it. a few emails, some more emails. Some well, very yes, we emails. have some. We have a few more great emails. Okay. So top fives. Here we go. Um. Number one. So you're just this- going first. You're not asking me. Would you would you like you're fired up right now? You're fired, fired up. I'm fired up. Just, just I just woke up from a nap. I just had a good nap. I'm energized. And now, you know, you're on air, you're unsane. We proved you're unsane. Stop don't don't make that a thing. Hashtag Clayton is unsane. No, don't make it a hashtag for sure. I can't I can't make a hashtag a thing. Now only the audience could do that. Only the wanna be oh boys, wanna be oh girls, wanna be oh people. People. Could get hashtag Clayton is unsane trending. They're the only, only ones who could sane do it. man in America. Hashtag only sane man in America. So, all right, this weekend number one is got it first or not? Uh, do what? you want to go first? No, I don't want to go first. Okay, so number one is gotta be. I mean, I think Mean Girls is gonna drop hard, but. It'll. St- I think it was twenty eight million last weekend. Figure it makes eleven this weekend, and then beats out the beekeeper, which maybe makes nine million to number two. I think number three is going to be anyone but you. I think it okay. gets ahead of Wonka, nice. so then Wonka is number four, okay. and then number five is going to be migration. It's going to be ahead of Aquaman. So I think that's your top five. 
Um, just want to shout out quickly, Boys in the Boat is about to get over fours, probably as of this moment with the weekdays, over 40 million. So good for Clooney. Good, good job. For Clooney. Um, okay, that's my top five. Uh, number Oh, and a number for ISIS, the ISS, the ISIS movie. Um, does that get to two million? I mean, Book of Clarence made two and a half million last weekend. I think this does less than that. Yeah, there was awareness for Book of Clarence as much as people sort of didn't want that movie. I do think people sort of knew it existed more than yeah. This. And that movie had Lakeith Stanfield and James McAvoy, who yeah. I I would say are a bigger deal than Chris Messina. Yeah. I'm going to venture out and say that. So yeah. I, I think ISS makes like 1.4 million or something. Yeah, I think I think it's gonna... under two. I think it's under yeah. two for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, here's my top five. And I'm going to get nuts because let's get nuts. Why not? Yeah, let's get nuts. Beekeeper number one. Love it. Beekeeper number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to, I, I think it's going to make, I do think it's going to make nine, $9.3 million. Nine. Okay. Nine. Nine. Number two, Mean Girls. Wow. I think it's close, but I think it's going to make nine. Wow. So you're predicting a a seven, like a, a Morbius drop yeah. for me. Nobody girls. likes this wow. movie. Who likes this movie, Pat? Who likes it? I don't know. I mean, I don't think people hate it though. I, it's not Morbius. You know, I think people don't like the songs, but I think people like it fine. We may be overestimating how the songs, I don't know. We'll see. I, I don't think people hate it though. That's a thing. Now that the word is out that it is a musical, and people don't like it, and there's TikToks and YouTube videos mocking it, if you are a young person, you are not going to go to run to the stench. You are going to stay away from the stench. Okay. That is what I'm saying, is that it is uncool to like this movie. So what is worse than being uncool for a young person? Uh, Nothing, I guess. Nothing. Nothing. Thank you. Yeah. Number three, anyone but you, I agree. This thing's going to make six mil. Under that is number four, Wonka is going to make 5.8. And then Migration is going to make probably 4.5. Isis, the movie, uh, is going to make under two. I'm going to say it makes 1.8. Yeah, they should have called it Space War. I think Space Mm -hmm. War gets itself to 4 million. Um, okay, so you want to read an email, Clayton? I, I, I mean, you've been chopping at the bit. We've got a great email, so I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you read this one because well, uh, well no, we got two great emails. Okay, got- but th- this one is still great. But there's the greatest one okay. after this. Okay, okay, we've we've got a follow up from one of Bo Boy Max. Oh, this is great. Yeah. Now, just to remind everybody, Max sent us a wonderful heartwarming email about how he spent the holidays traveling with us and how he had a work he had to travel for work and it was from he was he was he was traveling till 2 a.m and he was listening to us yeah and we made a comment that you know of uh, you know as much as he probably loves his family we don't think his family 
is able to do two hours of great radio like we do a, a week, countless hours that that Kirk Minahan does on his show a week. Yeah, yeah. Well, we got a follow-up clarification from Max. Yeah. He writes, hello, B.O. Boys. My name is Max, and I wanted to thank you for reading my email on air earlier this week. However, when responding, Clayton was doubtful that my family members could manage producing two hours of radio broadcasting each week. I need to clarify that my sister works full-time as a morning radio host and produces a staggering four hours of radio a day from Monday through Friday each and every week. Me and my family members also call in and make regular appearances throughout her shows. My family is a part of primetime morning radio, and we follow in the footsteps of legends before us, such as Kirk Minahan and the B.O. Boys. Thank you. What? Thank you, Max. What are the odds? Wow. Wow. I I, thank you, Max. And thank you, sister. Yes. Thank you for your service in probably the most important way you could serve, which is to do four hours a day of terrestrial or satellite. I don't know. I don't want to make assumptions, but to do four hours a day of morning radio, there is no better way a family could serve their country. No better way. That is incredible. Um, and the whole, f- I love that the family pitches in. The sister That's, has her show. I love and it. And the family calls in. It's like back in the old days when the, there's the family farm and you had a kid just so you could have a new worker to work the farm, you know? And this yeah. family, Max's family, farm. it's this is their farm. Drive time call in radio is their family farm and they all pitch in and they say they work farmers hours they're getting up the, yeah. the the cock crows and they wake up they get the overalls on and they do morning radio mm-hmm. yeah. and, and the whole family pitches in they're calling in the kids are calling in grandma's calling in they're all working this family farm on the radio it's so uh, j- when just when you thought Max's email couldn't get any more uh, heartwarming, tear jerking, yeah. it's 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 even better than we thought. I mean, here's the thing. Listen, I mean, you might uh, have two new family members calling into this show. I mean, listen, yep. if you want to, let us know. Give us a number. We'll we'll give that show a call. Yes, Bo Boys yes. on Morning Drive Time Radio, talking about Bo. Listen, we're available. We're, I mean, for for Max and for this family radio show, we could make ourselves available for a, a Friday morning spot. Yeah, to talk about that weekend's box office, we could, we we could, we could figure this out. Yeah. So Absolutely. Max, Max's sister, Max's granny, all the family, l- let's talk. Because yeah. uh, Phil in 20 hours a week, my God, my God, God's what a work. service to this country. Thank you, Absolutely. Max. Thank you, Max's sister. Thank you, the entire family over there. Incredible. And okay, so that is a great email. That is great one of email. the great emails. Yes. But no offense to Max and his family. This is probably the greatest email we've ever received. Okay. This is a email from Sean... Okay. Titled Pixar Dads. 
and it is in a font that is larger than a normal email font, which even makes this better. Sean writes, I am so grateful I'm not one of the Pixar dads you speak of, and I'm an alcoholic. Sean. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's the email. That's the email. The greatest email we've ever received. Yes. Yes. Thank you, wannabe old boy Sean, as we will refer to him. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, Pat, I mean, I I don't know how we can top that. I I really don't know. No. I mean, it's that that's the greatest. Uh, The Pixar dad's email that we received from wannabe old boy Sean is Mm -hmm. is the greatest email we've gotten yet. Yeah. Um, So thank you for that email. Um, What? Yeah. What a what a great. What a great week of it's, you know, we didn't have a lot of big box office releases coming out this weekend, but we've got some great emails. Um, maybe honestly put wannabe oh boy Sean's email in movie theaters. And mm-hmm. I'd say it'll sell more popcorn than the ISS, the ISIS, ISIS movie ISIS well this movie. weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So everyone Email us, the Boys Podcast at gmail.com. We love getting your emails. We love getting your YouTube video comments. So go watch our videos on the B.O. Boys YouTube channel and drop a comment in there because, I, 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 you know, we're both thumbing through those. We're going to start reading more comments on air. So watch the videos, drop comments. We're YouTubers. Go there. Follow us on social media. Want to B.O. Senior intern Christopher is killing it with the vertical videos, running our social media accounts, our Twitter X, our TikTok. So go there, subscribe at the B.O. Boys pod. Drop comments there, and we'll talk about them on air. Drop comments on our Substack articles. Mm-hmm. Subscribe to the Substack. Wanna B.O. Uh, junior intern Jack has brought the Substack back, the B.O. Boys Substack. Two to three articles a week right now from Jack. Um, maybe Clayton and I, you know, we, we might have to start dropping in there once in a while. But that Substack is 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 going nuts right now. New subscribers every day, so sign up while you can. Drop comments in the articles and uh, five star reviews on Apple Podcasts. We love getting those. We've been getting more and more of those recently, and those it- help more listeners find the show. And in in honor of Sean's email, if you want to drop us a review, five stars, I'm an alcoholic. Yeah. Even if you're not, just just a tribute to Sean. Yeah. And again, can I just read that email again? Uh, Titled Pixar Dads from Wannabe Oh Boy Sean. I am so grateful. I am not one of the Pixar dads you speak of. And I am an alcoholic in huge fonts. That's it's like a poem. It's like a poem. Yeah. 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 Hang it in the Louvre, this email. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, I think that is it. Clayton, uh, you know, Monday we'll be going over these results. Um, I think we'll we'll talk Oscar nominations then too. The Oscar nom nom noms come out next Tuesday morning. So we do have to get to our predictions for the Oscar nom nom noms. That'll be coming up soon. And I mean, I think that's it, Clayton. I think we've done it. I, I, I can't imagine anything. 
no. that is left to be said. No, nothing. Except for, until next time, we'll smell you at the